Hello, and thank you so much for taking the time to check out our audio recordings of our services here at Lansing Avenue Baptist Church in Jackson, Michigan. This is Pastor Steve Sebring, and for this one, this initial audio recording, I'd like to just give you an introduction to what we'd like to to do with this uh, podcast, audio recording, however you might have access to it, and let you know a little bit about us, and then give you uh, a short time in the Word in Colossians chapter 2. As I said before, I'm Pastor Steve Sebring. I've been here at Lansing Avenue Baptist Church for five years now. The folks here are loving and kind and gracious and been great to work with and excited to be able to, to share the word with them and with whoever might have access to this audio recording. If you are not connected with our church, we would uh, love to get to know you and be an encouragement to you. I'm sure you'd be able to be encouraged from the Word, to be brought into our little family here, and they would love on you, I know, like they have loved on myself and my family. Uh, Going forward here, I just want you to know that we are a group of folks who love our, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave Himself on the cross, who paid for our sin through His death on the cross, who rose again the third day to conquer death. So that anyone, no matter where they're from, what they're like, what they've done, if he or she trusts in Christ who died for us and rose again, he or she will be forgiven of sin, adopted into the family of God, and given a home in heaven with our Savior, Jesus Christ, forever. That's the wonderful good news of the gospel. And that's what we share here. That's what we do our best to live out here as that message touches every area of our life to learn more of the love of God the grace of God uh, the justice of God the righteousness of God and many other many other of his perfections and so we're going to look at the word uh, each week to be able to, to dig into it to see how we can live closer to our Savior more like our Savior also hopefully maybe in this uh, audio recording will allow us to Hit some other topics as well uh, in between our Sunday services. Uh, If you have any input there, questions you have, uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts, ways that we can be an encouragement to you. I know one thing I'm considering doing here soon would be a uh, a class, going through a class I've taught here on how we got our Bible in English, as I think that's important for us and certainly should be assured that we have a trustworthy word in our Bibles that we are able to carry with us today. But that's uh, something we're looking at, we'd love to do, but certainly we want to have our Sunday messages uh, recorded and put out in this format. And uh, again, uh, we'd love your input, love to be an encouragement to you. If there's any other way we can serve you, we'd love to know about that as well. Well, let me take a moment here and, and look at Colossians chapter 2. In Colossians chapter 2, uh, we have... Paul encouraging the the believers here in the church of Colossae to stick with Christ their Savior, to to make sure that they know that he is all that they need, that they don't need anything else on top of him. That, as he says down in uh, verses 9 and 10 of chapter 2, For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, that Jesus Christ is not lesser than God, he is God. For all the fullness of the Godhead dwells in him bodily. And, verse 10, you are complete in him, 
who is the head of all principality and power. That believers, if we trust in Christ, we need nothing else. He, we are complete in Him. We have everything that we need in our Savior, Jesus Christ. When He died for our sin, He died once for all. When He brought us into His family through faith, that is done. That is Nothing can change that. We'll learn and grow and all that in this life until we get to see Him face to face, but nothing will change the fact that we are now a part of His family. And that He loves us, wants to work in us and through us. We are complete in Him. We don't need any extra knowledge. We don't need any works to put on top of it. Now, we should learn and grow to know more of our Savior as we learn and grow. And we should also, in our practical daily life, look more and more like our Savior. But those are results of the work that God has done in our heart, not in place of that work that God has done in our heart. So faith is all that we need, and Christ is is the object of that faith, and he is the only one we need to place our faith in. So we are complete in him. But Paul is encouraging the, the Colossian believers, go back up to verse 6 in Colossians chapter 2. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. As they had received Christ, as they had placed their faith in him and him alone, they needed to continue to do that. Now again, this isn't, earning their salvation, or making sure they keep it, that's done and good. If you've trusted in Christ, your salvation is secure. But you need to make sure that you're not trying to add on anything else. You need to make sure that you are, you're not losing hope in him as the one who we're complete and that we have everything that we need. We are satisfied in our Savior. As the Colossians were dealing with folks that would tell them they needed extra special knowledge, they needed to know the hidden, hidden meanings, that they needed something more. But Paul's telling them, no, all you need is Christ. You are complete in him. So he tells them here, as you received him, walk in him. Keep going in that relationship with Christ as the only one you need. We don't become a Christian and then move past our Savior Christ. We get deeper in that relationship with him. We know him better. We walk closer to him. So as you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. And we see more descriptions of this in the next couple of verses. Verse 7, he begins with this thought, Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. I'll start there with that word rooted, that in our Savior Christ we are to, to have our roots. That's to be our, our source of strength, our source of energy, that he is that one that we hold on to, that he's everything. That we begin with him, just as a plant it needs its roots to be in solid ground, and fertile ground, and a ground that's good for it, we have to have our roots in Christ, and in nothing else. And so, we're to be rooted in Christ. And we have this thought of, um, in hard times, what do we reach for? What do we grab onto? What helps to center us and keep us going there are many things that can be encouragements for us, but Christ is to be that place where our roots are. He's the one we hold on to. He's the one where we find our satisfaction, our joy, our hope. He is our everything because he is the only one who can give us forgiveness because he is the one who died, died for us on the cross once for all. And he is the one who rose from the dead, conquering death. And it's only in him that we can place our faith and find forgiveness. 
we can't find forgiveness through our own efforts. We can't find forgiveness through our family. We can't find forgiveness through uh, our skills in this life. But only in Christ who died for us and rose again. So we must be rooted in him. That's where it all begins. And from there we are, again in verse 7, we are built up in him. That as, as believers, we're to be built up by God. We find our roots in him, that's where we begin. And then we're strengthened. We're help, God helps us to learn and to grow. And that requires for us to be in conversation with God through prayer. Uh, spending time talking with him just as to get to know a friend or your spouse or whoever it is. You have to spend time in conversation and talking. And you have to, to talk to them. We have to talk to God in prayer. And we have to listen we listen through his word. That God's given us this wonderful gift of the scriptures to know him. Know who he is, to know what he's done, to know what he's promised, to know his warnings, to know all that he desires for us in his life. And so you and I can be built up in our Savior. So be in the word, be in prayer, let God build you up. He is the one that we need for that. So rooted in Christ, built up in Christ, and then next in verse 7, and established in the faith. That as we're being built up, we're being brought to spiritual maturity, to where now we are established. You know, with a, a plant, sometimes uh, small plants, we will prop up with a stick and some string or put a cage around it. But hopefully, eventually, that plant grows to where it is strong enough that it doesn't need that defense. You know, a, a little bitty oak sapling will... Maybe you need some propping up or need some protection. But as it grows up, it becomes a big, powerful, strong tree that the winds can't take down. And you and I would be quite a job for us to get down. It has become established. And you and I can be established in our faith through being rooted in Christ, being built up in Christ, again in prayer and in the Word, in that walk with Christ, and we become established where we are spiritually mature, not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, as Paul talks about in Ephesians 4. That we are ready to serve, we are ready to encourage others, we are ready to go through the trials of life, serving and trusting our Savior. We are established in the faith. And as we keep doing that, not only are we able to survive, but... We're able to thrive, as we see the next part of verse 7. Not only are we established, and now we're abounding in it with thanksgiving. Now we're abounding in our relationship with Christ, even through the ups and the downs of life and of ministry. We have great blessings, we have great trials, but now we are abounding and giving thanks through that. To see that we could be like Paul, who, as he wrote to the Philippians in chapter 4, tells them that he had learned how to have a lot and have a, have a very little. He had learned to be content. All he needs is Christ. And that's all you and I need. And that's a, that is a place of spiritual maturity for us, where we get to realize that. To where, no matter what's going on around us, we can give thanks to our Savior, because he is all we need. And we can abound. We can thrive in this life, in our walk with Christ, no matter, again, what is going on around us. So, already we've seen that we're to be rooted in Christ, built up in Christ, established in the faith, and now we're abounding in it with thanksgiving. And then finally, verse 8, we're to beware, lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the basic 
principles of the world and not according to Christ. You and I have to be vigilant, knowing that there are folks who teach all sorts of other things. There, again, there needs to be things added to Christ, you know, extra effort of your own, or you know, need extra special knowledge, or it's only for some, or all sorts of things that might be added on to Christ, or even uh, not necessarily things that are plain to see against Christ, but sometimes people use the name of Christ and morph and change the gospel. Or even it might be people who are well-meaning, or, or maybe not. But we have to beware, and we have to be vigilant that we stay true to the gospel. Whether that's the, the social gospel preachers out there that we ought to be concerned about and make sure we don't fall into that trap, or, or if it's even uh, allowing our political parties to shape what it means for us to be a believer in Jesus Christ. We need to make sure we stick to the gospel of the one who died for us and rose again. That he is all we need, and he is who will direct us in our daily life, and he is the one we will see face to face when we leave this earth and go to heaven. So be vigilant, because we need to be rooted in Christ, built up in Christ, established in the faith, and abounding in our walk with him and our faith in him with thanksgiving. This is how we learn, this is how we grow, this is the process of the Christian life. And this is something that we, we preach weekly here at Lansing Avenue Baptist Church. Something we need to learn and grow in ourselves because none of us are perfect. We are far from it. But we are seeking to serve our Savior, to know Him better, looking forward to hearing Him say, well done. But again, we need to be rooted in Him, built up in Him. And we need to be established, spiritually mature, and we even need to thrive in our spiritual walk as we watch out for the things that may distract us, the wolves in sheep clothings, the, the uh, other teachings that are out there, well, let's stay true to the wonderful Savior who is Christ, the one in which we are complete. We need nothing else. So join us weekly for our time in the Word each Sunday, as we will put this out maybe Monday or Tuesday each week, but we are looking forward to sharing the gospel with you, being a, a help to you in your walk with Christ, and hopefully we'll have some other things to add to this as well. But so grateful you took the time to join us today. Again, this is Pastor Steve Seaver from Lansing Avenue Baptist Church in Jackson, Michigan. Uh, get to know us through our Facebook page or uh, our website, labcjackson.org. We would love to be an encouragement to you.